Hey, it's me, Gary. Previously on the Adventure Zone graduation, the Thundermen went on a real-world assignment and worked with some centaurs to prevent a war over some magical apples. Turns out, an evil wizard named Calhane, who was working for a demon prince, had stolen the apples. This presented an additional problem for the Thundermen because they were hoping to steal one of the apples themselves. You see, Hagelmiss Wiggenstaff told them that he needed it to save his brother who had been transformed into a dog after the demon prince cursed him, disguised himself as Hieronymus, and took over the school. Working together, the Thundermen were able to stop the wizard, recover both apples, and head home. But just when it seemed like the fellas had it all figured out, a squad of demons attacked the tavern they were hanging out at. Luckily, they had help from some friends, and they were able to catch a ride with some Pegasuses. In the sky, everything is serene. Your bruised bodies begin to relax, and you are aware of an even deeper soreness. Your bones and blood seem to ache, and all you want is to sleep. But you can't, unless you want to risk, slipping from the backs of your equine saviors. Breeze, via the Fearbulg, has made introductions. The Fearbulg rides the Shire Horse, named Snow on the Mountain. Argo is astride the Peruvian Paso, named, fittingly, Storm at Sea. Fitzroy is riding Breeze through the willow. After taking to the air, they headed in the direction of the school. You weren't sure what you expected to see as you approached the complex. Destruction, flaming wreckage, an epic battle of good versus evil, but it looks exactly like it would on any other night, like it did when you left. The Pegasi wing their way past the school and towards the unknown forest. Before long, they begin their descent into a small clearing. It is an oasis of light in a sea of darkness, with the moon's light illuminating the area. The others should be right behind us, says Breeze through the willows, only this time it is in all of your heads and not just the fear bulgs. What the fu- what the hell? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, I, I should have warned you. Uh, here in the clearing, it, it's possible for anything to communicate with anyone and vice versa. So I could talk to, like, that rock over there? I mean, I guess I should say anything sentient. Oh, listen to you. You give somebody a brain and a voice and all of a sudden they think they're better than all the all the rocks. Ooh. No, I'm just joshing. Uh, are our friends dead, do you think? Or I do feel a little bit guilty for just kind of dipping out of that situation. It definitely seemed like they all had uh, boners for murdering specifically the three of us. Um, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but maybe specifically myself. Um, but I, we did just kind of say like, hey, good luck with the apparently infinite number of demons. There were others uh, sent to get your friends. Um, they should They should be along right behind us. Are you okay? Is everyone okay? Yeah, yeah I'm done. Yeah. All, th- all things considered. I'm fine. Probably could use some healing. Oh, um, yes, of course. Um, I- if you check in that basket there, there, there's some healing items there, uh, some some potions and whatnot. Fearball, it's so good to see you again. And Breeze of the Willows nuzzles you gently. You have grown so swiftly. I, I've needed to get strong here. Primo ride. Gotta say, Breeze. Smooth sailing the whole way through. I thought saddleless it was gonna hurt in my bathing suit zone, but it oh, wasn't. Yeah. It mm. felt, it was nothing. It was like nothing. It was perfectly smooth up there, and I just want to say thank you for that. 
Well, I am so glad to hear, Fitzroy, that your bathing suit area is perfectly smooth. No, it's your back was smooth on my bathing suit area. Oh, okay, I understand now. So, uh, yeah, are we like, is this like a demon-free zone, or... Because they seem to have a beat on us. Yes, uh, the Guardian keeps the clearing free of threats. You'll be safe here. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that's great, because we do need some time to come up with a game plan. Um, not sure how well-versed in all this demon business you, uh, three fine, uh, equine friends are, but it's, uh... Ooh! A little bit worse. A little bit worse of an infestation than I think we originally uh, thought. Yes, we we are unfortunately very aware of the demon situation. Who sent you to get us? How, how did you know to come save us? The Guardian. The Guardian sent us on Higglemas' behest. Who, it, it, I mean, I thought the Guardian was just a sort of, like, metaphorical... Metaphorical. That's nothing. I'm sorry about that. Um, thing. But th- you're saying that the guardian was just like, just dispatched you? Like called you up on the, the horse phone? Yes. The the guardian is an ancient and powerful being that keeps, or has kept the unknown forest safe for creatures for nature to be protected from the world of man until the demons came. Men are the worst. Indeed, they are. You hear in your head. (laughs) (laughs) And it is very deep, uh, very sonorous. And uh, Fearbulg, roll uh, a perception check for me. Mm, Yes. I, for some reason, had not thought to prepare any dice for today's Dungeons well, Why would we need them? It's just Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Today's adventure. Uh, I thought it was just kind of a chill horse sesh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had I had at first planned about 45 minutes just horse talk, but I shortened that. Yeah, to, you saved it all for my brother, my brother and me. Yeah. Uh, 12 plus 7, 19. Uh, you actually have heard this voice in your head before. On the first night of school, when you did the... Uh, initiation ritual and carved on the tree. This is the voice from the being you heard in the woods. Ooh, okay. Oh, so we just heard the voice of the the guardian. Correct. Oh, okay. Now look as hard as you can. You cannot see the guardian anywhere. And Breeze sees you looking around when you hear the voice and says, "The guardian uh, will keep itself hidden." It. It does not allow itself to be seen because its appearance is unsettling. Oh, we're, I mean, we take all kinds here. We're, we're, not, we're not here to judge. And you hear the sonorous voice once more in your head say, Millennia ago, I was hunted because of my appearance. That is why I came here to the Unknown Forest to keep myself and others safe from those who hunt. I do not show myself now. But he looks like a giant gummy bear. Mm. Everybody's like, yum, yum. Yum, yum. Give me some. <laughs> yeah. that, Mc, that, Mc, that huge sentient McRib. Uh, okay, we, well, let's not press the issue. Uh, I don't want to be a, a real stick in the mud. There's a really beautiful and serene situation that you have going on here. Three flying horses. Uh, mystical, protective spirit, loving all of that. But there are, there are very pressing matters at hand vis-a-vis a demon prince occupying the school where all of our friends are currently sleeping, I assume. Uh, and so I think it would be pertinent for us to figure out how to explode him or at least get back to Higglemas and find out what sort of plans he's got. Like we, I kind of want to get a move on. It is worse than you know. Higglemas and his brother Hieronymus have been taken captive by the demon prince. He called to me and asked for assistance and told me to retrieve you. So Higglemas and the dog brother, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to keep it the player straight. Why taken captive? Why not just kill them? And how were they taken captive? He had wards all over his his office. 
I do not know. Our connection was cut short before I could collect further details. Okay. You see a shape uh, backlit by the moon as another steed lands in the clearing. Uh, this one, a dappled gray horse uh, with Althea astride. When they land, uh, she <clears throat> dismounts and Breeze asks, Thaw of the Spring, where is Night of No Clouds? Thaw of Spring answers that Night of No Clouds took uh, the werebear moon directly to a healer, um, and Althea explains, he was in bad shape. He'll He'll live, he'll be fine, but it was getting pretty dire. Okay. It's good to see that the three of you are safe. Yeah, big ups for the heal. Um, really put a spring back in my step. Althea, we can sit around here and talk about how bad things are and I, I, that there's demons everywhere, but that's not going to make there be less demons. So what do you think we need? What What should we do? I wish I had a quick answer for you. It's starting to get... And I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Complicated. Um, <laughs> I am at your disposal. I can assist you in whatever you need here, or I can head back and see if I can muster any support amongst the bureaucrats at the Heroic Oversight Guild. We're past that, I think. We're probably well past <laughs> the aid that bureaucrats could uh, send us. They have infinite demons. I don't know, you could bind them with red tape. Could I make a, an investigation check? Because you can do anything. The only limit is your imagination. Okay, then I want a flying wonkavator. No, no. I, I want to make a, a some kind of check to know more about this guardian. Okay. I mean, is this the first time we've encountered the guardian? Because I don't see the guardian written down in any of my copious notes. This is the first time that you have officially been introduced to the Guardian, but the Fearball spoke briefly with the Guardian on the first night of school, though was not aware at the time that that yeah. was what was going on. Okay, then I then let me do this. Fearball, do you, do you vouch for this Guardian? I mean, are they are they cool? Are they cool, man? Are you asking if they have? Oh. <gasps> truthfulness in their heart i think that's what i said yeah 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 are they are they should we trust them i mean are they they good folks kind of sounded like you were asking if the immortal guardian of the woods had drugs on them that you could have (laughs) are you asking do they party (laughs) (laughs) and Um, and how hard somewhere festo twitches (laughs) just like what (laughs) huh someone's a party uh, I do not know. Okay. I have trusted too much this year, I think. I think I will only trust my eyes. All right, then Argo's going to make an investigation check into the Guardian. Uh, Are you trying about, to see them? Yeah, how about an insight check? Insight check, yeah. It doesn't make any difference. It's a one. It's a critical fail. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you get a migraine from thinking too hard and take too dead. No, oh, no. That happens a lot. Uh, can, we talk to any, can we talk to anybody? Yes. Can I ask Storm at sea? Sure. Because I want to hear a new character voice. Okay, great. So far, I've just been doing kind of slightly deeper, but sure. Yeah. Stormy, tell me about... uh, Okay! (laughs) 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 Okay. So, are they all right? Are you asking me if the Guardian is all right? Yeah. I am. Because like, like Furbolg said, every time we trust somebody, we turn around and they're they're stabbing us in the back. So I want to know if they're fe- all right. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there, fella. You're new here, so I'm going to let that slide. But without the Guardian, we'd all be dead. 
Do you understand that? The creatures of this forest owe their lives to the Guardian. It's been fighting off demons left and right. It's been keeping this forest safe for beyond what you mortals could count. This this is our home, and the Guardian has made it safe for us all these years. So if you're asking me if I think you should trust the Guardian, I think you should feel bad for even doubting it. Well, I don't, but I mean, we didn't know. How was I supposed to know any of that? I mean, I, I mean, I'm riding on your back, so I'm not going to accuse you of having a bad attitude. But hey, look, we just wanted to know. Just asking the question. Because I am new around here. We came and saved your life because of the Guardian. And the first thing you do is show... <sighs> and Breeze kind of steps over and just kind of gently leans against Storm. And you see Storm kind of huff and walk away. And Bree says, "I you'll have to forgive him. It's it's been difficult here. It's been tough for us. The herd was once far larger." What happened? Can I get can I wager a guess? Was it demon related? The demons came to this sanctuary. The unknown forest is not unknown by chance. The The Guardian's magic makes it difficult to navigate, and somehow the demons are not affected by this. They came to this peaceful place, and they wreaked havoc upon it. The danger has been growing for some time, but it has increased exponentially in the last year. Um, okay, so Guardian or uh, uh, Flying Horse friends, uh, do you know where Higglemas has been taken? When last I heard from him, he was being held captive in his office. Oh, so he's in the school. Correct. Okay. Well, let's go say, let's just go smash in there, save him, right? It's got a ward. Uh, but, we just hop in why, through the window. What's wrong? Wait, wait. Why don't we sneak in? Why don't we use my tremendous roguing skills? Mm. Mm. Loving my, that. Okay. H- how about if we use my acceptable roguing skills <laughs> and my plus 10 to stealth mm. and maybe try to scope out the situation and, and see what we can find out before we go crashing and bashing and smashing since we don't seem to be real good at Crashing and smashing and bashing. Hacking and whacking and slashing. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of you um, beautiful equine uh, associates are, would you say, the the sneakiest? Because we just hop on your your backs. I know which one it is not. The big bright white one? Yes. The one that... The one that talked earlier, like such a goofball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you just will hop on your backs and you can fly us there and we'll, you know, go. Uh, and avoid. the Guardian says, I do not know if that plan is wise. The Pegasus are powerful and beautiful and very conspicuous, but I may be able to help. I have spent countless eras perfecting the skill of hiding and you have my blessing and you feel fuzzy not in your skin but in your being in your very presence and you have gained uh advantage on your stealth checks mm. okay okay it's a good start. And um, you, who's holding the notebook of far speech? Who was holding? I God, I don't even. I feel like it's changed hands a few times. I don't think I've ever had it. If that helps, I don't think I out. have. Either. Then let's Did say we- Fitzroy. <laughs> okay, you feel uh, a buzzing from the notebook in your bag. Uh, I open it up and try to remember who I gave the other one to. On the back page, there is a note, uh, and the note reads. Uh, are you guys okay? I was working in the infirmary when they brought in Moon. He told me what happened. Rainier. 
Thank you for signing your name at the end. I'll be straight with you. I forgot who I gave the other book to. And, oh, shit, ran out of room. Hold up. I wait for it to fade. It fades. Okay, anyway. Anyway, uh, if this really is Rainier, tell me something only Rainier would know. Not trying to give up our Loke to Dima Print. I ran out of room again. But I think she understands. It comes back. You're overly obsessed with crepes and afraid of my raccoon skeleton. I write back, nice try. Everyone knows those two things. Literally <laughs> everyone. Nice try, Demon King. I'll she see writes you back in hell. two words. Hot mint. Get That works for me. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're in the woods with um, some flying horses and the immortal spirit of the woods. And um, we're, we're going to be there soon. And if you could cause some sort of big distraction... That would be amazing. A, a big distraction? Yes. yes. I can do that. Exclamation cool. point with a heart dotting the bottom of the exclamation point. I write very quickly. Nothing, spook, nothing spooky with a lot of bones that we might have to Too encounter. late. <laughs> Troy, did you tell Rainier nothing spooky? I, I tried, but I think we may. The ship Put under line. I did. Nothing spooky. Good. Um, okay. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get moving. As you approach the school, you are coming from the north, passing the sidekick and hinge person dorms, as well as Groundsy the groundskeeper's hut. Even though it is quite late, you see light bleeding from beneath the door to the hut. I want to. I want to do perception real quick. Uh, seventeen plus seven. As you move closer to the school you become aware of patrols of devil dogs prowling the grounds. Now, the good news is they are patrolling in single groups. So there's one at a time. So you won't need to worry about getting past like six of them at once. Um, but you will need to either sneak past them or engage them in combat. I don't want to do that. They're a bunch of dogs. Well, they're... Wait, are they... Is devil dogs like a cute name or are they no they're fiends they're fiends they're devils they're dogs but devils i mean they're still sweet puppers with beautiful toe beans and i would ask you to let me read this the devil dog is a terrifying creature with a brow containing three sets of eyes and a long snout full of jagged alligator-like teeth red leathery skin stretches across the skull and the disproportionate body and a skeletal red tail slinks behind it as it hunts the layers of hell yeah, that sounds bad. And also a delicious chocolatey treat with cream okay. filling from Hostess. I, I would murder a devil dog right now. I mean, now, we actually. all would. Yeah. Oh, would love it. I would suggest we try to sneak past it. I Let mean, me lead the way. I mean, anything we can do to goose the numbers a little bit would be great. Uh, Master Fearbolg, do you have any sort of like distract dogs this is i don't think there's a spell called distract dogs right? they are not so if i could specific. clarify for, for myself they're not animals right trav like these are these no, are demons they're demons yes okay. some of my like cool animal abilities would would be helpful here and don't forget you have rainier at your disposal to help distract oh, what am i gonna do whistle and just fucking with no, a sniper rifle from the roof communicate through you have a two-way communication system with her that you used but five seconds Well, she seconds said she ago. had a plan. I didn't know if that involved, you know, being able to help us with this. Okay. Uh, let's just sneak. Right? Um. So make a group stealth check for me. Uh, may I? I mean, all well, we three. I mean, everybody, yeah. everybody rolls? Yes. Okay. Uh, 14 plus 10, 24. Yeah. And, I ha yeah. and don't we have advantage on that, too? 15 plus 2, 17. Oh, that's a nat 20. Holy shit. Great. Not even going to roll the advantage. This is the first time I've rolled physical dice in months. All of you succeeded, and so you sneak right on by the first one. Uh, you are now... Uh, let's 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 paint a word picture. We're crouched down, and that music that dun 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 dun. I don't like it. No, okay. It's not very tense. It's a little silly. I like my D and D like I like my men. Serious, 
and full of dogs. Huh. <laughs> like in a like a D- Meet Dave situation? Serious and full of satanic dogs. You are now across the courtyard from the main school. You're hiding behind the large tree that the fear bug has fallen asleep against numerous times. Oh, I thought you were about to say right now. I was like, shit. Right now. <laughs> Damn, that was a bad look. He is laid back. Um, There are... A, a dog patrolling from the west as well as from the east. They won't be like crossing right in front of the door or anything, so it's not impossible to get by. Uh, but you will probably need to sneak one at a time uh, in order to make it successfully. That is a 10 plus 10, dirty 20. So, yes, uh, Argo has made it across safely. Uh, Fearbulk, after you. Uh, sure. 16 plus 2, 18. Uh, the Fearbulk has made it across safely. We have advantage, yes? Correct. Yeah, it's a nine plus uh, two, 11, probably not sufficient. No. Uh, 13 plus two, 15. As you go, you see one of the devil dogs start to turn your way sniffing when a skeletal fox darts in front of it and the devil dog begins chasing the fox, panting after it and barking wildly and you make it across safely. Cool. I write in the book. Thanks. Again, wish it could have been a little bit more meat on them bones, but thank you. (laughs) Well, puppies love bones. Sure, fantastic. You have now made it to the entrance to the annex, the uh, hinge person and psychic annex, at the top of which is Higglemiss's office. There is a Gary there, and I don't know if you want to interact with the Gary or sneak by. I'm going to leave that up to you. Uh, while we have a moment, I should have done this earlier, and I'm going to go ahead and just say, like, I'm sorry you know, to everybody. Uh, but I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one to have. Yeah, should have defo cast that before. But I will cast it now, and that is almost better in a way, because I'm casting it. Do you want to tell the audience what this that spell going does? To, yes, Griffin. This is going to the veil of silence and shadow radiates from me, and everybody within thirty feet of me that I choose has a plus ten bonus to dexterity checks, and can't be tracked except by magical means. And we leave behind no footsteps. That's good too if you're like going through like a national park or something. Sure, uh, yeah, it's true, Travis. Very- leave only leave only footprints. Fuck no. No, That's, not what, even that. What am I, some sort of footprint polluter? No way, man. Leave nothing. Leave, Leave literally nothing. Just corpses. Wait. <laughs> Whoa. Holy shit. Yeah. How was your time at? Uh, how was your time at the Grand Canyon? It was okay. It was weird. Chuck a block. Had full to of- kill all those all those people. Uh, I was trying to take a cool panoramic photo, and the corpses kept getting in the ding dang way. <laughs> Is there a way in the in the D and D sheets do like a temporary bonus to something? Or do you just have to add it? You just kind of have to add it. You just kind of have to add it. Just kind of have to add it. Yeah, just kind of have to add it. So are you going to sneak by the Gary or interact with the Gary? I mean, if we don't sneak, the Gary's going to interact with us either way, it feels like. He's a loud fucking statue. And he's like, sometimes he does. he's not the most discreet or tactful individual. So I wonder if I can just kind of like approach very carefully with like a finger up to my mouth, like fully saying with my body language, Gary, be for once in your fucking life, be cool. Hey, we don't have to do this, Gary. We do not require your services. Oh, okay. I was just going to say hello to my best friend, Fearborg. Hey. And it is the Gary wearing sunglasses and a little hat that you befriended earlier. There's a cool Gary. Fearbulk, there's a cool Gary. Hello, cool Gary. Looking very cool today. Hey, thanks. You helped me keep the sun out of my eyes, buddy. I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Listen, I need you to be your coolest yet. Hey, do not tell the other Garys that we are here. Oh, well, I wouldn't normally do that, but for my buddy, the fear bug, you got it, pal. And he gives you a big stony thumbs up. I oh, will forever live in your debt for not asking me why. <laughs> Friends trust each other. 
this is very wise, Kokiri. You are. I have a mind bigger than your diminutive stone form. Okay. So he's he's holding though, because he's cool. He's oh, definitely yeah. holding. Uh, I've got a okay. bunch of stone drugs. Sure. <laughs> are we outside he loves of to get stone? Yeah. Oh, that's would have been better. Yep. Are we are we outside of Hegelmas's office? Uh, so you now have snuck your way in. Uh, you just have uh, a couple sets of stairs and a hallway betwixt you and the office door. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this like as as cautious as possible and send my crab drone up there to get a lay of the land and see through its eyes. Snippers makes its way up the stairs, and it's it's kind of funny because you know it's stairs. And I give him a crab. toss up this time. I'm not going to make him walk up the fucking stairs. Well, it was going to be oh. cute. Okay. Um, and when he gets to the uh, to the hallway, it is empty. Is it Snippers? Is it? Is it really empty? Snippers, what do your crab eyes see? And remember what we talked about critical thinking skills? Do you remember Snippers? Um, and with his, like, really looking, uh, roll, roll a perception check for Snippers for me, I guess? Oh, boy. Uh, it's 11 plus 3, 14. I'm giving I, him my perception. Yeah, I, I think that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's not a hard spot. There, um, uh, on the floor and the walls and stuff, there are little sigils, uh, kind of done in what looks like black ink. Okay. In various tiny spots all along uh, the corridor. Uh, I'm going to roll an arcana check to see if I recognize them. Oh, that's very good. 19 plus 2. I guess it's an intellect check. And that ain't, yeah. my, that ain't my speed. But uh, yeah, 21. Uh, they are magical trip wires. You can see that they are sure. paired off across uh, the hallway, vertical, horizontal, and diagonal. Um, that they are kind of, you know, they're laser sensors, but magical. Can I, do I recognize, like, what they will trip? They're signal sigils, uh, not damage. They're more of a, uh, like, an alarm. Um, okay, cool. It took me that long to remember the word alarm. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Signal, they're signal, signal, ugh. Alarms. Uh, uh, crime. The crime stoppers. <sighs> crime tellers. You know, clang, clang bells. <laughs> wong, 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 wong. You know. You know, klaxons. Fuck, how do you remember klaxons? <laughs> klaxon, uh, klaxon. W- would it be possible to get snipper? I think I, I there is precedent for this maneuver. Can I uh, maneuver snippers around those tripwires and get him into the actual office, like under the door? Uh, it, it would be pretty easy for him to maneuver around them. I mean, they're set up for full-sized people a full-grown man but, okay yeah can i but i will also tell you with his perception check that it is very clear that someone has done a, a nailed up a board across the bottom of the door a fu- are you telling me that somebody has installed a fucking snippers prevention device <laughs> specific specifically for this one like thing this one yes, in someone did and it is travis well let me ask you a bullshit. question griffin yeah have you done this before and sent snippers under specifically Higglebiss Wickenstaff? Very but he didn't paranoid even know. He did store? not fucking know. He did not clock this crab. You don't know that. <laughs> I'm going to make sni- Fuck it. I'm still going to put. I'm going to put snippers there and I'm going to make snippers push as hard as he fucking can to try and pry this board off because he's here's, a strong little son of a bitch. All right. Here's the shirt. It's big picture snippers and just in a circle around him are the words, <laughs> you will not clock this crab. <laughs> <laughs> Big Johnson. All right, fine. I fucking dispel it. TM, 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 I say, my weak crab has located tripwires. I will point them out to you when we make it to the thing. But I'm very cross, and don't ask me why. It's complicated. I think Argo would try to disarm them. They're magical sigils. Then they do not have gears or gizmos or wires. So unless, can you smudge the ink, maybe? If you can make it past the wire... And on the other side of it, you can reach uh, the sigil without activating the the tripwire. So if Argo wants to do uh, a dexterity check to see if he is able to, you know, Zeta Jones's way through those babies to disarm Considering he has 
he has a an additional plus ten on top of what I imagine is already a pretty stellar dexterity modifier. It is. It's okay. Yeah, I would that. I, I'm thinking more along the lines of the guy in Ocean's Twelve. Oh yeah, the Sasha Baron Cohen dance. Oh. No, that's not him. Who is that guy? It's not. No, but that guy. Yeah, I mean it's, with the with the the French hair. guy, the fox. The French guy, yeah. Yeah. And we all know who you're talking about, Dad. Yeah. Okay. So I think he's going to do that. And if Arthur's oh, going to do that, I need. Yeah. Vincent Castle. Vincent Casals? Yeah. Casal or something. I need some kind of cool jazzy music for some. I need one of you guys to give me some cool jazzy music. No. No. Okay. Not. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Here he is. The stealthiest guy in the world. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Okay. The sexual powerhouse. That's, fi- that's a 15. The guy. Plus four dexterity. That makes it a 19. Stinkies, dude. You won't see him coming. But you'll see his incredible body. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that his big, big dingle dangle doesn't fall out of his pants and trip all of the fires. <laughs> this secret dad is my dad with an incredible body, <laughs> sexual dad. You won't see him coming, but you'll hear him coming, sexual dad. You're able. He's half genie <laughs> and three fourths super lover. That's an hour, one and a quarter pleasure journey. You were able to. With my sexual dad! It got too loud for stealth at some point. Yeah, you still made it past. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Uh, so you were able to clear the tripwires and make way for the others to follow. Okay, do I smudge out the rune? Do you? I assumed you did. Yeah. Let me smudge out that rune. Yeah, smudge it. Yeah. It's smudged. Okay, so now you've all reached the door. I mean, knocking's not great. Can we? Li- I, I yeah, I'll just fucking listen. I forgot. I put my ear up to the door. Uh, roll a perception check for me. Uh, eleven plus three, fourteen. Uh, you, you don't really hear anything discernible. Well, Is there a keyhole? Yes. Could I look? I'm going to look through the keyhole. That's 17 plus two. It's another 19. Uh, okay. Uh, you look through the keyhole. It is dark, um, but you are able to make out some figures at the back of the room uh, towards where the last time you were there, you know Higgelmas's desk to be. How many figures? Uh, it seems like three. Are they moving? No. There's three. There's three figures in there towards the back of the room, back where the desk where Higgelman usually sits, and they're not moving. Loving that. Is the door locked? Are you testing it? Be careful. Be very careful about what you say next. I think I need to do some kind of check to detect if there's a trap in our alarm. Hey, there's my guy. That's my thief yeah. boy. Um, I mean, there's a, I will tell you this. There is a crab-proof plank at the bottom <laughs> of the door, which is a yeah, sort of trap. A, roll an investigation check for me. 17 plus 3, dirty 20. Man, I'm killing it today. Through examining the latch, uh, the door, the keyhole, all these things, uh, you can see that there is no trap and the door is unlocked. We have hesitated long enough. And I open the door. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it 
to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. When you enter, the torches flare on dramatically. You see Hegelmus sitting, facing his desk, with his back to you. His shoulders are slumped. And sitting at his desk and looking directly at you is Phoronimus. But looking quite different than the last time you saw him. His skin has turned the color and pattern of slate that has been splashed with liquid. His ears are pointed, his teeth are sharp, and his eyes are shining and he appears to have sprouted a pair of horns from his forehead. He is smiling at you and seemingly absent-mindedly petting Hero the dog. Finally, he says, I've been waiting all night. I sent so many escorts for you, but no, you had to do it your way. I throw a fire. I throw a firebolt at him. I'm not fucking with this dude. He almost killed me uh, today, so... 
I'm going to attack him with a magical bolt of fire just to see how he likes it. Uh, that is a 16 plus 6, 22. If that doesn't hit, we're let's leave. <laughs> let's leave the room immediately. It does connect in his shoulder. Uh, and how much does that Great. hit him for? Uh, it hits him for 14 points of fire damage. Uh, it hits him, and he looks down as his lapel on his jacket begins to burn. Hey, your shit's on fire. Well, now that's not very nice. That's not what I was expecting from gentlemen such as you, Fitzroy. I'm gonna stab this dude. He's just talking. We can hit him. Now listen, I, I understand your vehemence towards me, um, and we could engage in a combat right here and right now. That probably wouldn't fare too well for all of the sleeping students here with my demons housed in the hallways waiting to kill them if you challenge me. But sure, we could do that. Is that what you want? No. No, it's not what I want either. I'm going to roll insight to see if he's fucking bluffing about these demons. Go for it. Uh, 14 plus nothing, 14. Uh, it's pretty clear to you that he is not bluffing. He is maintaining eye contact with you. There's no tells whatsoever. And he says, but I will do you the kindness of getting straight to the point. I have been waiting a long time for a fight that has not been happening. I have been waiting for Hieronymus to recover, for Higglemus to fix him, so that we can once again begin our struggle of good and evil, everything that makes life fun for me. But no, I have been stuck here waiting, but no more. Tonight begins the end. And he smiles very broadly with his sharp and shiny teeth. Demon Prince, first of all, is there a better... A Demon Prince feels like... I understand it's your title and I don't want to be disrespectful. Wait, I do. It's a stupid name. So, like, do you have a name name? Demon Prince is a title. You can call me Gray. Gray. Sounds a lot like Greg. And I'm going to slip that up a few times and I hope you're okay with that. I am. Okay. Um... Why were you pretending to be Hieronymus for this long, if you're just jonesing for a, for a fight? Well, the honest answer is 50 years ago, when I tried to kill Hieronymus for the umpteenth time, I knew it probably wasn't successful. I had no proof, mind you. But Hieronymus had evaded death so many times, it was becoming... Annoying, and so I infiltrated the school to confirm his death. And then I couldn't confirm his death because Higglemus, the coward, hid away here in his warded office. So I had to wait. I had to know. And as time passed, I began to see the opportunities here. You see, I crave conflict. And I saw an opportunity here to influence some of the future most powerful people on Nua. And there was an opportunity here, and I took it. But I tell you, it has not been fun. It has been grueling and achingly slow. More so than I normally feel with the seeds of conflict I sow. Even the tree that I planted for the centaurs has been sitting there for millennia, but I didn't have to do anything about it. It just waited until I needed it. I mean, maybe you should consider a career change. I think you've done a pretty bang-up job of, you know, managing this place. It's not easy being a school administrator. I think that maybe you should think about, you know, attending a... Uh, you know, professional sort of course and get your, like, actual licenses. Don't you think? Isn't that better? Fitzroy, 
I ran several levels of the abyss. Of course I am good at managing people and running this kind of institution, but I guess I just miss the blood and viscera of it all. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, so did you ever confirm what did happen to Hieronymus? Well, I became aware of the transformed state here when Higglemus began collecting ingredients for a potion. Yeah. So you you want us to... We're kind of on the same side, then. You want you want the hero restored, right? Yes. And and we we want him restored. And so I'm not sure. I mean, conflict resolution is something that the the Thunderman Corporation is pretty pretty good at. So it seems like uh, we've got the the situation in hand, right? We want the same thing. Well, Argo. We were heading towards the same goal until this coward, and you see him clench his fist and Higglemas tightens, changed the plan. You see, he didn't need the apple to transform Hieronymus or himself. I know that there's an arrest of that sentence, but can I just say that it makes me very upset? Because we went through a great deal to get this apple. He needed my apple from my tree to hide from me. He was going to take the potion and his brother and run and rob me of my war. I'm not sure if we could step out of character for a second. He's saying that Hieronymus... Wasn't didn't need the apple for a dog transformation potion. He needed a potion to what? To basically ward them, hide them from the demon prince. Basically, what the demon prince has said there is that he created the tree and the apple, and so it's part of his magic. I mean, if that if this is what you want to dive deeper on, that's the implication there. Um, and so uh, Hegelmus's plan was to use part of the demon prince's magic, to hide them from the demon prince. So let me get this straight. He didn't actually need the apple to make a potion to save his brother? No. I just want to say, called it, called it, hashtag called it, holy crap, called it, called it, called no, it. No, you did call it. I called it, it wicked fair. called it. So You called it. Extreme. He has, a pisser. He had all the ingredients. The apple was so he could hide. And I won't have that. Calhane was supposed to use the tree to start a war between the centaurs for me. And then, when I found out what Higglemas was doing, he was supposed to get the other apple to stop the Wiggenstaffs from escaping. And when he failed to do so, I had to step in to stop you from getting the apple to Higglemas so that they could escape and rob me of my war. Gray? Yes? Why is it so important for you to have war? Why is it important for you to have air? Why is it important for you to eat? Well, uh... <laughs> Is rhetorical. Yes. I understand. Uh, I think I speak for the whole sort of Thunderman Corporation when I say we have very little interest in uh, aiding and abetting these two to just kind of scamper off and leave us to uh, your horrible whims. So, uh, and I reach into my bag and pull out uh, one of the apples. Since we have two, I toss it to him. I say, there you go. No potion, no running away. We'll uh, regroup. What do you want to say? Saturday, we'll do a war. I'll make sure that these two are uh, ready and raring to go. Mm, yes, war. My favorite. Three students, one coward, and one dog doesn't quite make an army, does it? We I have been a little one, tiny one. Got the crab. I have a tiny Gary. Yeah, the crab. We got some flying horses. I have had 
50 years to prepare for this war. And so I, to make things fair, will give you six months. That's not as... You should give us 50 years if you want to make it fair. Yeah, it's equitable. I could just kill you now. Oh, six months. <laughs> yeah, good. good. Six months. Six months. That's a long that's half a year. Just to sort of establish a baseline, when I threw a fireball at you earlier, did it fi- did it hurt at all? Like, did this it feel bad? Question. It hurt my feelings. Mm. <laughs> I set your clothes on fire. I know it did some damage. Like, don't be an asshole. He waves so his hands, and the clothes are repaired. Perhaps we shall wage a war of feelings. This is another option. Your ass looks chunky in your jeans. Mm, we both know Ooh. that that isn't true. No, oh, it's fantastic. fantastic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more stipulation, and I'm sorry this one isn't coming from me, but Fitzroy, our mutual benefactor wants to make sure I keep an eye on you, so I'm going to need you, at least, to stay here at the school unless sent on other missions. No running and hiding for you, either. Aw, man. No, I mean, I, I, you know, I'll do what I want. I'm a (laughs) grown-up. Well, let's say this. If you were to run and hide, if you were to leave the school without my permission, I'll kill 10 students a day until you return. Do I get to pick the students or are you going to pick them? (laughs) I'll make it random. I don't like that. Okay. Uh, Yeah, no, I'll I'll stay put. So you and me have the same sort of uh, magic daddy is what what you're saying? Yeah, in a way. They're uh, they're quite cross with me, so I'll have to have a word with them. Um, okay, that's good. That's good to know. Any other sort of like helpful information that we could leverage to defeat you? Because I got to tell you, that was a juicy one. Well, um, do you have like a crystal embedded in your chest that if we hit it just right, it'll shatter and you'll die? Or classic. Oh, let me be clear. I'm going to win the war. I'm going to win the war. <laughs> Like, of course you're going to think you're going to win the war, but, like, we're, we're going to make it tough. Otherwise, it won't be satisfying, right? So. This is a good point. Yeah, and we almost beat your pit fiend. We had that pit fiend on yes. the ropes. He stands to his full height, 12 feet tall. Oh, shit. Jesus And fuck. says, don't mistake my courteous nature for weakness, Fitzroy. I will not be disrespected. And if you talk to me like that again, I will kill your friends. He can be a bit more respectful. He is. I apologize. I'm not the the communications director. I'm the communications I'll leave future communications. Yeah, he's sorry. I am sorry. I thought we were having fun. I thought it was like a witty rapport between arch arch nemesis situation. A war of feelings. That's what we were talking about. Enough. You have plans and preparations to make, and I suggest you waste no time. And he hands you a vial and says, transform the coward, transform the dog, and I'll see you around campus. And he walks out of the office. Wait, you're just going to hang out around? I thought you were going to, like, go to your lair. You're going to, like, watch us get ready to fight you? He's gone. (laughs) Okay. He's gone. Uh, Is Higglemas awake? Uh, You can check on him. He has had his back to you this whole time. Yeah, I mean, I want to check on him. Uh, He is awake. He is looking fairly grim. Um, He seems to have taken uh, some... Damage, perhaps a beating or two prior to your entrance. Hey, I know you're not feeling well right now, and I think, you know, maybe we can get you to the infirmary and see to your wounds, but I do just want to say, called it, and you were Major League Fibbin, and we caught you. And are you, but that's not important. Are you feeling okay? Vile. Vile. Should we hand him the vial? Yes. Okay. Sure. Sure, here. 
uh, he takes the vial and and painfully lowers himself from the chair and moves over to Hero, um, and he pours half the vial down Hero's throat and half the vial down his own throat. There is a bright flash of light. And then before you are two brothers. One brother who you have seen just about every day since you've been here. And he looks much like Phoronimus has looked this entire time, except there is something emptier about him, something hollower in his eyes. And you see Pigelmus, who you also have come to know pretty well over your time at the school, except younger, back to what you imagine his appropriate age is supposed to be. And he has a brightness in his eyes that you have not seen before as he looks on his brother and begins to weep. He holds his brother tight, and at first, Hieronymus doesn't react. He just stares blankly ahead. Then his vision seems to clear for a moment, and he hugs his brother back before falling limp in Higglemus's arms, unconscious. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.